Welcome to the Recruiter Startup Podcast. Today's guest is Erkan Oslav. He's an IT recruiter and he's been working from home for a number of years. I had him on the podcast before and we uh, we had a bit of a chat about that. Um, but really, he's been doing this for eight years from home. So way ahead of the game um, and has made it work for him. And I think he probably could all use a little bit of advice. I know... Uh, I know a large part of uh, people on LinkedIn are telling you how great it is and how productive everybody is, but come on, it's uh, it's not easy for those of us with kids, um, and or those of us who are just isolated by themselves. And I'm sure we all have our own gripes with it, um, and it makes it bloody hard when the market's not what it was. So it's a bit of a perfect storm out there, but uh, his market's going okay. Um, he's in the ITSM. Um, so service management within technology infrastructure um, he does a global marketplace on that he's been doing this for a long time so um, while his business isn't bulletproof it's probably adjusting better than most um, and he already had all his all, all his remote working all in place his systems, his procedures his routine um, and we just, just chatted about that and you know, how he's finding things, what advice he has for recruiters who are trying to make the adjustment right now. Um, he's a good guy. I enjoyed having a chat with him. And I hope you do too. Welcome to the Recruiter Startup Podcast. We are doing our coronavirus series it used yeah. to be recruitment used to be easy. I, I kind of got bored of recording these, um, but now it's all changed. And I've got Erkan Oslav on the podcast. He's been a guest before. Um, we discussed what remote working was and how he does it before. But I thought I'd get into the details because everybody's a remote worker right now. Yeah, and you. We're on the same boat now. Yeah. So, firstly. Uh, Tell us a little bit about what you do. Remind us. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's good to be back to Alta. Yeah. I mean, I think we talked about over a year ago first and uh, touched space about the remote work that we do. So we started the whole remote flexible working uh, in 2018. And it worked out really well for us. I mean, obviously, we work in a technology area. So we focus on digital transformation, enterprise software uh, from London, but recruits all over the world. So we do work in the North America a lot and across Europe. And my colleagues has completed projects in Asia now. So we just made a placement in Japan. We made a placement in Singapore. So we have a really, really big sort of reach uh, globally. So let me let me st- let me start with that. Um, yeah. Where where in the world are people still hiring? Japan. Japan is uh, recovered. Yeah. So we have a project in Japan right now that we're working on, and the client is desperate to get people on board. Um, so it's a big telecom company and I'm currently recruiting for a client in Germany. Um, they're in an enterprise, um, software consulting area. Mm-hmm. So they want to get people on board and we have still projects going on in London again in the same area. So, you know, I mean, we haven't had any sort of a cancellation as in things being put on hold, but, um, you know, it's actually going a bit slow given the current climate because I mean, I think. 
we have done a lot of placements actually where we done all the interviews through video calls and Zoom invites and Google Hangouts and whatnot. So we're very used to that. And all, our clients are actually very used to that. So hasn't changed the dynamic, but I think the companies who are more willing to do the whole remote interview and running the process as smooth as possible, they're going to be in a much better position when the whole thing blows over, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So... So currently we're a bit lucky, but obviously there's still a bit of uncertainty in the market. We'll see what happens in the next three weeks. Yeah. What are you, from people that you know in the industry, what's happening out there in the recruitment world? It's not great, um, it looks like, because I think it's, it's very unfortunate because I know some, some of my, my ex-colleagues has been uh, let go. And, you know, it's very... It's not really good to hear that some big companies actually are now letting... Uh, majority of the workforce are letting go uh, it's very quickly as well so i'm not sure if that's uh what kind of move that is and i'm not sure if that's right move but i think they're trying to be you know control the cash flow or whatnot but i mean i think it's just letting people go it's very quickly um i don't i don't know so yeah but i've i've had some really really tough and horrible stories so far and, and it's only been a week so so talk uh, to me about right let's talk about some stuff that worked for you as a remote recruiter firstly have you got a set routine that you follow every day yeah yeah i mean i think when you're a remote worker when you're working from home you've got to have to be really really careful because there's a lot of distractions um i think in my opinion and everyone talks about this and it's the most important thing you've got to have to plan your day before Mm. And you have to create a certain structure to your day. You know, whether this is going to be what time you wake up and when you have your first meeting to when you're going to have your lunch, you want to squeeze in an exercise in between during your day and then calls, et cetera. It's got to be planned because otherwise, you know, it's, it can, it can, it can go really wrong because, you know, working from, especially with the people with have families, I don't have any kids. So for me, it's a bit easier. That's a lot easier. Yeah, uh, maybe it's a bit easier, but um, people with kids might be a bit tough. But I think, in my opinion, you know, working from home, you got to have to plan your day the day before, and then you have to have a structure because otherwise, um, yeah, if, if you have that, it's going to be so much easier for you. What and does your What does your day look like? Oh, for me, it's um, so we we have a very quick call at nine o'clock every morning, mm-hmm. um, just to catch up to see what everyone is doing. And then, and then we just kind of do catching up during the day, um, you know, during the uh, through the uh, the programs that we use. Mm-hmm. So, so I my my day is very, you know, I mean, I wake up early and I I get change. <laughs> I don't work in my pajamas, so I make sure that I do that every time, and just get ready like you go into the office, or although you just come to your living room, mm-hmm. and um, so you know, just make sure that uh, you're you know when you're gonna have your lunch, when you're gonna. If you're going to go and exercise, you plan everything around that. Mm. So it just makes your day a lot easier. So for people who work from home, your friends are always going to tell you, your job is easy because you work from home. Don't listen to them. Because everyone thinks your job is easy because you're working from home and it's not. So, you know, it's, 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 you got to have to be focused on um, the work. And did you, before this, were you not tempted to work in a co-working space or something where there was more people around? Yeah, we had an office in the city for uh, for a number of years. So we our first office was in Chiswick. Then we moved to Kings Cross, and we were in Farringdon. Um, I think one thing that's good about working from home is that you don't have distraction. 
Mm. as much as you have in the office because what i love in the office banter because it's nice to have your colleagues around to have, have, have a laugh and have a joke etc and we can still do that though you know we have the um the current sort of, sort of programs that we use to talk to each other whenever we like mm. but i think the best thing about not having anyone around you is that you don't have any distraction you don't have any interruptions mm. you know that's the best thing because when you're in the office where there's a lot of people there can be too much noise but when you're at home it's just great because it's very quiet and nice and no one distracting you. So you can just do, just get on with your day. What, uh, what technology stack are you using for recruitment? So we, um, so we use uh, 8.8 for our internal communication um, to talk, talk uh, in writing and uh, videos, etc. Is that like uh, Slack or? Sorry? Is that like Slack or something like that? Yeah, 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 something like that. Slack, yeah, something like Slack, yeah. So that works really well for us. And we actually use that to call Canvas abroad. So that's an international calling system that we have. Um, it's got a great app on your mobile as well that you can use. And that's 8-8? 8-8, 8 by 8 8 by 8 8 by 8 yeah. Yeah. So okay. it's great. Oh, it 8 really multiplied by 8. 8 multiplied by 8, yeah. Okay. Uh, that works really well for us, and you're able to call abroad as well. Like I said, uh, he comes. He, he also has his phone number, so if anyone wants to call, that phone comes to that phone number, okay. so we're able to answer it. And it comes to like separates your personal from the business phone as well, which is great. Okay, that is good. And Vonage, I'm not dying about sorry? it. Sorry, we use Vonage, and I'm not. Okay. I'm not really happy with it. So we are oh. looking for. Try it out. Try it out. We had we have used something similar before, um, but um, you know this one is. I think I, I really like the uh, user interface and it's how easy to use. So that's great for us. And and of course, what we are now started to use is the video reach out and video interviews with the candidates. Yeah. Um, On the same platform, or it's a different platform. So we use something called Audro. Oh, you use Audro. Okay, we yeah, use we use Audro, and I think it's great. It's it's a fantastic tool. It's very easy to use. Um, it's very very easy to use, and uh, to actually reach out to the candidates in the video messages, and we are able to kind of arrange interviews. So we can actually do the interviews uh, on Audro and send to the clients. Um, if the clients and the candidates are not in the same country, that actually helps them out on the first call. It actually saves time on the process as well, which is do great. The, do the candidates mind uh, being recorded? during the interview? Uh, no, we actually give them a heads up before uh, and I just let them know that this is the process that we want to use and I actually tell them that why we are using it because mm-hmm. it saves time and then obviously it eliminates any kind of issues in the, in the process going further. So, you know, when you let them know that this is what we want to do, this is how we're going to do it and um, they just, it's, it's very easy to, 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 to use as well. So, they, we never had a problem so far. So, Very good. What, what other stuff do you use? You, you, um, apart from that, and you know, just regular stuff, really. I mean, I think we don't really have anything fancy that we use because we work from home. We obviously have Office 365, SharePoint, uh, everything is on the cloud. Yeah. Um, I'm one of those guys, I don't even have a notepad. Everything's on my laptop. I just have my laptop with me and that's it. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even carry pen. Yeah. Um, it's one of those, yeah, so I just write everything on my computer and then put on the cloud, SharePoint, and um, we're good to go. So yeah. we have a we use DocuSign as well. Yeah, so we, we, have, a, we have a CRM system, Firefish. Uh, which we again, Firefish, okay. We use Firefish, yeah, so which is, again, completely on the cloud platform, software as a service, so it works fantastic. Um, so log everything on there so you don't have anything to actually lose because that's why I don't use it in Notepad because you can use a Notepad on the notes, but... Hmm. I lose my laptop, which I did a while ago, and I've got, I had it everything on the cloud. So 
Okay, so you guys have a lot of uh, a lot of experienced hires in your company. There's no necessarily like juniors who you're onboarding from scratch, or are you? We don't have any juniors right now. So we had um, before, uh, but currently we are all quite experienced. Yeah, uh, a small business anyway. But so we all. So that means you're kind of self-managed to a certain extent. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, I think because in our business, everyone knows what they need to do uh, on a day-to-day basis. We all need to know what the business they achieve. Uh, we all know where we're going to get to personally and in a business way. Um, so we are really focused. So I think one of my colleagues, for example, he's Welsh. So he moved to North Wales and he's working from there now. I mean, he's absolutely loving it. You know, I mean, he lives by the, by, by the sea. And he's paying four times less than he pays for rent in London. And he's very mobile, so he can actually get on the train and come to London when we ask him to for meetings. Yeah. Uh, my director lives in Kent. Um, so he's got an office there. I live in Battersea in central London. So I work from home, so which works really well. Sometimes I go and take my laptop and go to the coffee shop uh, around here just to yeah. get a bit of air or change the scenery. But and, uh, otherwise, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite comfortable. I wonder, it's a... I wonder how this uh, this will affect the world of work. Now that people are going to have to learn how to work from home and how, how to trust people remotely, I wonder will this uh, will this fast forward people wanting to live outside of major cities? Do you, do you see yeah. any do you see any big uh, big changes coming up? Yes, and and to be honest, I think we are going to embrace the flexible working and remote working more and more now. You know, Microsoft already tried it in Japan. It worked out really well for them. Mm. You know, we tried with our business. It worked out really well for us. I mean, we put more hours into our day than we did in the office because I don't have to travel back and forth. So I already saved two hours a day. So, you know, next thing you know, instead of finishing at 5.30 or 6 o'clock, you're supposed to finish, you work until 8 o'clock because you're already home. You know, mm. just pack up and you're done. So, and I think, in my opinion, the some of the recruitment companies are letting people they go is... In my opinion, is maybe it's depending on their business structure. Maybe they were the uh, sort of trainees, and you know they need more hands-on approach, etc. But for us, it's different. Mm. But I think workplace is going to change because I think it's going to be more about remote working, and companies perhaps can save money from the office space as well. And and I think is what is important is that uh, my director always says that you need to be able to trust your employees. Because if you don't trust your employees, why, why hire them? You know, so that's really important. So if you want someone to come to your office five days a week because you want them to be there, whether they can do their home work from home as well, that's think, another. Thing. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it. Suppose it depends. Like you're in a boutique where, like everybody's really like experienced, older, mature, um, responsible, know what they're doing. Like like. And you're in a vertical that hasn't been hit as bad. Let's say you, like most big companies, it's let's get a grad in, let's let's smash them through, like get them up and running in three months. And if they don't make it, fine, you're out, but one will. So I think the first rat, like the first thing that like these companies do is that they'll have a look and they'll go, right, well, who's in the first three months, right? You're gone. Okay. Who in the first two years is not is 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 borderline profitable? Um, okay, you're gone. Okay, who is in a vertical that can't be transitioned? You know, yeah. right, you're gone. Uh, and I think 
from interviewing lots of people who came out of the GFC and um, global financial crisis, they they often talk about like the death by a thousand cuts and saying, oh, you know, we kept people on too long. We didn't make clinical enough decisions. And I think people almost did the opposite this time. They just go, right, everybody's out. And, and uh, even before the government could say, oh, hold on, hold on, we'll, yeah. we, we, we might have a solution, just give it a week. Yeah. So that, that's been fascinating to, to watch, like just, just, just from, from viewing the marketplace. Um, and I have no clue how long this is going to go on for, but the, the stuff that would give me positivity is that the last big recession was based on the financial models not being in place and the banks not being yeah. ready. Straight away, we've put trillions into the economy, like globally. Yeah. Uh, countries know what they have to do. They're acting quickly. It's not like all this new, all these businesses are just never going to go again because all yeah. that money's in the system. So like that'll trickle, that'll trickle down. It's just, can we survive in the next five months. Yeah. And how do we go about it? So. The thing is, it does the recession that those banks were too big to fail. So, you know, for them to fail was going to be more, this is going to be worse to the economy than actually them surviving. So I think that was the thing. I think for us, I do see the light at the end of the tunnel, but we just don't know when we're going to get to that tunnel and, and end of it. I mean, because, you know, it's not the case of whether, I mean, the travel industry and hospitality is completely gone out the window right now because obviously for obvious reasons, because we can't travel, we can't go out. But again, with technology area, construction area, you know, when the whole thing goes away, then I think it's going to go back to normal. And I think if you think about after the 2008 recession, all the companies started to recruit because, you know, they needed the workforce and have rebuilt the business. Mm. So, in my opinion, the companies that can if recruitment companies who can survive this period in the best possible way are going to come out on the other end as a winner. Yeah. Because in my opinion, there's going to be a lot of business to be made after this. Um, I, the whole. I, yeah, I, I agree, and I also think like I look at I look at our spread of clients that we know globally, and I think of the clients who have the big offices in Sydney and Hong Kong and in, in Manhattan. And and I and I and I think of their cost base when this happens. Yeah. And I think, do you need to have two hundred salespeople in a, in yeah. the most expensive room in the world? Could you have five, and then have have a distributed team like a software like software sales throughout? And I I often wonder we're so stuck in our way in our industry that why don't we follow what they do in software sales? You know the. For me, that makes more that makes more sense. I that's where I think I think we'll come out of this. Like we'll still have we'll still have offices in these major locations, but I can't see them being as heavily leveraged. Yeah, I don't see WeWork surviving on this. <laughs> yeah, did, uh, you get, did you get any uh, did you get any rumors sent to you yesterday? I have. I mean, uh, one of my clients, for example, so uh, they're a software company, and they had they were they were leasing for fifteen k a month. Uh, and they cancel the lease. So obviously, you know, they're going to save 15K a month. Mm. And that, they were kind of a company. They kind of want to have everyone in the office. And why that's the kind of uh, um, environment they created. But people like to go to the office for them. So that's fine. But now is all of a sudden, is like, hold on, we can actually 
save a lot of money from the run and we can still have a base to meet and greet or whatnot uh, with our consultants. So do we need to, that cost? You know, I work with a, with a major uh, IT company in, in Germany. They got about 140 people and they have a headquarters in Frankfurt when everyone else works from home. So they got 140 people that are actually completely remote. Yeah. Well, so, you know, but again, it all comes down to the individual that, you know, you need, you have a job to do. You need to be focused on, you know, as right think, think, think of what that means for, like, that means that commercial real estate in general is going to be something of the past. Like, yeah. The, so, so then what, do the people move outside of the city? Do, do like, how does that, how does the knock-on effect from a spending perspective? Like, does all that, does that mean the regional towns will do better, the nicest regional towns? Um, does it mean that um, there'll be a bounce in, like maybe maybe property prices outside of, of London will go up, but in London they'll reduce because there'll be less people living there? It's, it's hard to know. It's very hard to know. I mean, I think that the hubs like um, London and Manhattan, I don't think there's any, anything going to change for, for rent prices or office spaces. You know, so that, those are two prime locations in the world. Every company that you know will want to have a base in London or New York to run their operations, et cetera. So yeah. that, for me, that's never going to change, you know. But in, instead of having a 500 people office space, maybe you just want to have 300 people and they let the 200 work from, New, from home. Yeah. And they come into the office for meetings, et cetera. So next thing you know, your cost is down already. Mm. So, so let's, let's summarize some of that, some of the advice. So um, very simply, um, structure your day. Yeah, plan. Shower. No more in pajamas. Number. Yeah. Pajamas. Yeah. Number two. Make sure you have all the right tools. Um, Absolutely. Number three. Exercise daily. <laughs> exercise daily. For find something to do with communication. I'm sure. Right. Absolutely. That's very important. And then make sure that you know your day is going to look very different than your day in the office. So that's yeah. one thing you need, to, you, need to, you need to realize, you know, because, but you think, I think you should still wake up in the morning and think like you're going to an office and you still have the same job that you have to do. I think we can, I think we can sum, summarize that last point. I, I, I just did an interview before this with my friend Dara Everard, who runs a company in Dublin called Aircoo. And he said yeah. he wants the mind shift change from his staff to be more task-based than hour-based. So that's something that you'll know well because, hey, you might go out for a run now, but you'll be working this evening. You'll be doing a call when you need to. So it's, it's, it's the outcomes that you're working towards rather than looking at the clock. Five o'clock, okay, that's it, I'm off. That, 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 that won't exist. That's, that, that's, the beautiful, that's the beauty of flexible working, you know? That's the beauty, the beauty of uh, sticking an exercise during, during your day. Because mm. I, for example, go for a run at lunchtime or I go for a run um, in the middle of the day and I arrange my time around that exercise so that I do my run before five o'clock. When it's quiet, I come back, I work till seven o'clock because I've already done my exercise. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about uh, what time is I have to go and then just pack my laptop and go. So... When you're working from home, you really do not have to stick to nine to five routine. You know, yeah. you just need to figure out what, what works best for you. 
Because in our job, you have to have a schedule because you talk to other clients, candidates, you obviously need to work around that. But you don't never look at the time and think, oh, six o'clock, I'm done now. You know, so maybe you just carry on working till late or just finish a bit early, yeah. start early or... Especially in, in, in our international world, because we, yeah. you know, we have to do different calls at different times. Okay, that's us, Arzan. Um, thank you so much. Uh, there is hope. You're, uh, there is you're, hope. The, you're the success story of remote working. Yeah, and, and, and a funny thing, we actually uh, closed the deal today. Come on! Yeah, yeah. And it was really funny because it's uh, like we, we got the, um, I got the, I've, I had, I've done a CV submission on Tuesday. The interview is completed by Wednesday. We got the offer out on Thursday. Good man. And we all agreed and signed off today and the candidate starting on Monday. Boom. Invoice paid when? Um, we will send invoice on Monday. So, it's, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that um, I think you just need to keep keep going. And I think you need to build the pipeline and just stay positive and then work in the marketing. That's really important because I think the image you create now is going to help you when this whole thing goes away. So I think that's very important. Thank you so much, Arzan. We will catch up soon. Take care of yourself.